Hello, I'm Kristen Perisonotto. And I'm Hannah Ferguson, and we're co-founders of Cheek Media Co. This is the Week with Cheek podcast. Before we start the podcast, I'd like to acknowledge that we are on stolen lands here in Mianjin of the Yagra and Turrbal people, and I would like to pay my respects to their elders past and present. Welcome back to the Weekly Cheek. Welcome. Today, we are doing some uh, quick fire, no nuance advice. Yes, which is, I think a few people do it. Flex Mummy does it. It's fucking excellent. It but is. People can't handle your advice. I think mine can be harsh, but I don't like it because I'm like, oh, sorry. <laughs> but I'm going to try and be harsh. Yeah, excellent. So excited. Also, both of our feet are covered up today. So. No toes for free. No toes for free. All right, we're <sighs> going to alternate giving it. So I think, obviously, like we said, my. Uh, oh, sorry, there's a huge <laughs> fucking scab in my nose keep picking at it it's fucking awful all right all right um so we're going to read it we're going to alternate reading it and giving the advice is that correct okay mm-hmm. this is no context advice just in the question box i said i love him he hasn't said it back doesn't really bother me do i need to end it no you don't end it if it doesn't bother you yeah Next. Say, say it when you're ready <laughs> yeah you said it when you were ready He'll say when he's ready. It's very mature to not be bothered by that. When it bothers you, maybe then. Yeah. Or when it bothers you, mention it. Yeah. Don't just communicate. Yeah. I think that geez, sorry. this is a victim of a patriarchy. Yeah. Sorry. Do you want me to it's not fine. answer the advice or is it fine? Oh, no, it's fine. Yeah, okay. Do whatever you want, Queen. Okay. Pop off. Pop off. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> you have to leave the reaction in. <laughs> Ex-housemate can be nasty slash toxic, but we have history. Maintain lonely gal problems. No. <laughs> Fuck them off. Ex-housemate, did she say? Yeah. She didn't live with them. It sounds like they're maybe their friends, I'm assuming. Why? Have history. What does history mean? You live together and they were toxic slash nasty. <laughs> Leave them alone. Don't talk to them anymore. Next. <laughs> These are so fun. <laughs> I love giving no nuance. <laughs> I fancy a guy at work worried about asking him out because of the work setting. Do I go for it? Question mark. No, unless you are in love. Like unless you have a real serious connection that you are sure about, do not risk it. You aren't, you cannot be in love with someone in a, in a way that's non-consensual or non-reciprocal. But I mean, like if, say, if you're like, um, close, you have a close like friendship and there are vibes there and like, you get along really well. But you're, you're never like, going to know until be... you go for it. Yeah. But unless you're pretty sure, I just, in my opinion, the risks, you have to weigh up the risks. I think you have to be close enough in a way that it's like, not like, okay. So if you're just like, I am attracted to this person at work. I'm going to ask them for a drink. No, don't do that. Mm. I think I agree with you in the sense that there needs to be some sort of relationship that would be that you could go out outside of work and that would be either your friends enough that that would be normal mm-hmm. so that there's like it's not just a work thing i just yep. i can't handle when it's just the, it's just too icky yeah it's harassy to me i'm sorry yeah. i'm sorry yeah. i'm sorry because <sighs> like how would you feel if someone asked you out in the workplace and i'm not saying that's like everyone's bar but like oh it'd be uncomfortable for a long time yes okay. weird weird um <laughs> Just got married. Changing my last name. Do I keep my maiden name at work? Do whatever you want to do. Don't change it at all. No, I don't think that's fair. Do whatever you want to do. Don't change it. Queen. <laughs> People have the choice. I know the choice feminism, but like I don't think that that 
like if someone wants to change their name, I mean, I personally wouldn't change my name at all or I'd change it altogether. Mm. I wouldn't have the mix. I think the mix is annoying for paperwork reasons. Same, same. Yeah. I think that, uh, yeah, it would just get like annoying and complicated. Yeah. Okay. Ooh, I like this one. I've been waiting for it. <laughs> Fuck. Was seeing a guy, found out he had a girlfriend. They're going to Europe soon. Should I tell her before, after, never? Oh, uh, before. I thought the same. Yeah. Because obviously that's ASAP. hurtful, but I think that the Europe element doesn't change whether she's going to leave him or not. She's either going to leave him or she's not. Yeah. Also, I would, if I were, if I were this person, I would look at it as you're putting, you're giving her the agency to do what she wants to. Cause I think once you start looking at like, Oh, I'm going to just wait until it's after it's actually like taking something or like you could look at it as taking something away from the woman. Yeah. Um, so I would just be like, just tell it ASAP, do yeah. it tomorrow, yesterday. Yep. Oh God. <laughs> I'm so sorry about this reaction. It's usually this is happening privately. How to dump your Christian slash lib boyfriend when you care about him. No, you don't. (laughs) Why do you care about him? You can care about someone. And and this isn't from a romantic relationship. This isn't from a romantic relationship perspective. But like, I unfortunately care for my family members who vote lib and are Christian. (laughs) But I couldn't fuck them. (laughs) (laughs) Or have their children. Or be in a lifelong companionship with those people. Mm -hmm. So. Your point is you can care and break up. But the other thing is. It actually comes back to how much your political leanings and your religious beliefs are connected to your identity. For me, they are inherently connected. And I could not be in a long-term relationship with someone who, and it, it also depends on your partners, how inherently they're connected. So how far do those values seep in? If they're an LNP voter and they agree with all LNP policies and blah, 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 mm. I'm sorry. That inherently connected to my personality is my political leanings and my yeah. views. So that's never going to work mm. because I fundamentally disrespect that view. So mm-hmm. I cannot have, I cannot care for someone deeply in that sort of a, a, a companion way, romantic way, but also depends what your relationship looks like and what you expect and what you're, what you need from them. Mm. I think it's like, I think other people that it's not so connected, do what you want. But for me, it's too aligned that if they were like that, they'd have to go. Okay. That was a bit too much nuance for me, but that's all right. I'll oh, sorry. I forgot time. about that. No, it's okay. I'm just the, I am, I am the new, you are, you are the nuance and I'm the no! Sorry, I forgot we're doing no nuance. It's okay, oh. it's okay. This is my rule. <laughs> um, oh, your turn to read. Oh, oh God. <laughs> I love these reactions. <laughs> and also, like, I just want to point out, this is not us just being fucking awful. When, <laughs> when you give a problem, when you want us to rise in, like, three lines, it's always going to be like, oh, Jesus. <laughs> want to get some side action. How can I suppress this? Uh, <laughs> I don't think you're in the right relationship. I think that you should look into a non-monogamous relationship. Yeah. I just think that if you're either you're not getting what you need or mm. you need to be in a different kind of relationship. Yes. Either a different kind of relationship or with a different person Yeah, or, or both maybe. Yeah. Um, I don't think that, I don't think that suppressing that, I don't think anything good is going to come out of suppressing it. Yeah. That's no nuance. No nuance. 
Okay, this is an interesting one to me. I've never heard this asked. Partner just broke up with me. I'm blindsided. Do I get angry or be gracious about it? Depends how they broke up with you. It's also an interesting two options. I, I personally you would feel just, your feelings. I would personally just fuck off away from them and not say anything. Yeah. I mean, you don't have to be gracious when you're broken up with. No. But you don't have to be angry. I think gracious is the wrong word. Yeah. Uh, because I think I think the connotation of what you just said is like you can be nasty and that's not right. Oh, no, no, no. Oh, no, I meant like just feel your feeling yes. like inside. But you don't need you don't to attack. To, you don't have to yell and carry Just on. go and be angry alone. <laughs> to be fair. Be whatever you want to be and yeah. are. Yes. But, but don't be – if they weren't nasty, don't be nasty. Yeah, but, but angry, do I get angry? I'll get angry. That implies nastiness, I suppose. Yeah. You don't have to do that. Like at them. I don't know. I don't like that. Nah, just be angry to yourself. I'm nearly 20 and my parents won't let me date. What the fuck? Get new parents. <laughs> Done. <laughs> Next question. <laughs> um, Move out. Yeah, if you can. Yeah, sorry about that. But put in a lot of put in some serious uh, plans in place to move out. Yeah, or just date secretly. The thing about if you have strict parents, you are really fucking good at lying. Mm. Get onto that. Get onto it. Ooh, okay. Friend struggling postpartum, but also being a bitch. How can I help without getting hurt? Ask them what they need. Also, I think you should be very fucking careful about this. What do you mean? You're saying that they're struggling, then you're saying they're being a bitch. That is really rude. Well, that's what I mean. I think I think it brings out the worst in us. Struggle, mm. right? So you are your worst version of yourself, and that's probably what's happening here. Yeah. But I understand that if you're trying to make an active effort and they're being shit mm. to you, then there's only so much you can do until they try to help themselves. Yes. That's why I say... You need to be there for them, be present, be actively asking them what they need, but you don't need to do more than that if you're being pushed back against. That's so interesting because I would step back and be available when they request my no, assistance. No, because people don't request. They just struggle in silence a lot of the time. Yeah, but if someone – for me, like if you're not helping yourself, then I'm like, well, I'm just going to fucking be over here. Yeah, but you need to give them an opportunity to help themselves. Yes, by, by stepping back. You need to support them to an extent to help themselves. No, standing back queen. No. If people are going to be like that. Postpartum? No, come on. They need help. Yeah, they but, need I, help. but I mean, okay, so I should probably, again, I'm giving nuance now. I would like speak to, like if they have a partner or speak to like maybe their parent or someone like that about how to help without being in their face and in their space. I know, but. People don't understand postpartum. Like, I think it's one of yeah. the biggest gaps, right? Yeah, 100%. And I don't think – I think there's a high chance those people will not be helpful. So I think it is our jobs to an extent, and I'm not saying a, a large extent. It's mm -hmm. to an extent to to push them to give them what they need. Interesting. Very different opinions from mm -hmm. us. I think it's because I don't want someone in my face when I am. I know, but, like, if you're not well mm. – I am not going to be like, well, she'll come to me when she needs. I'm going to be like, you need to fucking tell me what you need. You mm. might not like it, but I think it's I helpful like in the it. long run. Interesting. I think once you got out of it, you'd know why I did what I did. I think you'd forgive me for forcing help. Yeah, but you're basically going to be a human sacrifice. But I don't want my friend to be the human sacrifice. So you would be okay with being uh, – like you put your body on the line basically. Yeah. Interesting. I don't think I would do that. I would die for a lot of people. 
crazy queen. I would actually, I would know. I would give a vital organ to a lot of people. Yeah, me too. But I wouldn't um, put up with them like giving me shit. I think it depends on what that actually looks like. And yes. I think I can, I can forgive people for giving me shit when they're going through shit. I can totally do that. I can forgive it, but I'm not going to wait around for it to happen again. This is where we're different. Yes. Very different. So much makes sense right now. <laughs> anyway. Okay. Oh, that was mine. That's it's your turn. I hate my new tattoo. What do I do? <laughs> Fuck. New. Mm. You haven't even yeah. grown to hate it. I mean, make it into something else. Get rid of it. But that's going to take a long time. Get rid of it. Yeah. Make it into something else. Don't like that. No. Get, definitely get rid of it. I do agree with that. Um, okay. Do I warn my ex's new partner who he had an affair with of the domestic abuse, abuse I endured? No. Really? I say yes, definitely. But um, try to like see if you can find uh, someone else to deliver the new, like t- tell them. Because you have to keep yourself safe, obviously. Yeah, that's part of my reason. The mm. other part is that I often find... Um, this is so not fair what I'm about to say, but it's just personal experience that not received well, it's not received well and it's, um, utilized against the victim and it's often the new partner is a shiny toy for the abuser mm. to wield against the victim. And it's mm-hmm. not necessarily the, and this is, again, I know I'm so skewed and it's all in personal, personal experience, but often the, the pair of them, it's it's not always necessarily that the new person's being abused, but, but that they're utilized as a weapon against the the, the ex-partner, the mm. victim. And so I feel like you're sometimes feeding it. Interesting. And sometimes you're feeding danger to the new partner by alerting them. Yes, I, which is why I think I think like you you must alert them. My personal opinion, in some way, you must alert them, but um, try and stay like keep your like fingerprints off it for want of a better phrase, um, and have someone else alert them on behalf on your behalf, and don't like try not to let it come back to you, and make sure that you're in a safe um, place and looking after yourself because you do have to look after yourself first and foremost. Like your own safety should be your priority because if you're not safe, then you, you can't help anybody else. Um, but I think that like try any way you can to safely let them know. I know my answer is yes, alert them, but like, it just, I'm so, Mm. so traumatized. Yeah. How to get back into dating after not wanting romantic love for 10 years. No apps though. (laughs) Um, I'm literally the live, I have no idea. I think you need to get onto the apps. I think you need to get onto the apps. I too. think the apps, is, and I'm not saying you need to date through the apps, but I think the apps are a way to have a little look, have a little see, have a chat to a few people, like ease your way, and you don't have to ever meet them. Yeah, just ease your way back into chatting chat. with people in that sense. And this is a bit, um, probably a bit personal, but the thing I would say is that. I'm someone who doesn't really find myself romantically appealing. So when I meet men, I don't really assume they're interested in me. I always think they want to be my best friend because I'm so funny and cool, but I never think they're attracted to me. So the apps are a way of like, I feel confident because I know that we're both on that for that purpose and that they've swiped or matched or whatever on the basis of an assumption that like we're both romantically in like at least in some physically attracted attracted to each other. Mm -hmm. So it's like a way of chatting to someone with the intent of that. And often the conversation is terrible. It takes quite a while to get Mm -hmm. into that. 
but it's a way of easing yourself into that environment. Agree. Mm. Um, okay. Single want to try polyamory, but still get jealous advice. You can't try polyamory if you get jealous. I disagree. I think that you just need to make sure that you manage the jealousy. Also, I just think it's really, this might be a bit controversial and spicy. Terrible opinion. (laughs) I haven't even given it yet. Go on. Um, I'm very wary of when people say they want to try polyamory. Like polyamory is like a sexual orientation. Interesting. Like you like date, like date around whatever. But like, like what exactly do you mean? Do you mean you want to like try dating a couple? Do you want to just try sleeping or having romantic relationships with multiple people at the same time? I wouldn't even. That's not even polyamory to me. That's just like dating. That, well, that's the thing. Yeah. But yeah, sorry. This was um my thinking your terrible opinion was more about you saying you, you can try it with with the jealousy. I don't think that if you're feeling jealous, also because jealous is a really um, forceful emotion and uh, it kind of breeds obsession. And I don't like that. I don't think you should be doing that if you feel that way. I think that a lot of people who, there are a lot of people who talk about polyamory openly, who talk about jealousy within polyamory. I just don't think it's for you if you feel like that. Interesting. I don't really disagree. I don't, disagree i mean it depends on like feeling a bit jealous and then being and and then talking it out with your partner versus like feeling jealous and like it overcoming you yeah if it overcomes you poly not for you but i just think that um i think that the word poly is often misused Mm -hmm. and i don't like that yeah like an open relationship is often not poly it's an open, there's a difference between an open relationship and polyamory. Okay. There's a difference between dating multiple people at the time and polyamory, in my opinion. Yeah. Some like overlap, definitely. But I just think like, be very careful with like trying poly, that kind of phrasing, because I, I mean, I'm not, I'm not poly, but I think that if I was poly and I heard about people trying, uh, I'm bisexual. If I heard about, if Hannah was like, I think I'm going to try bisexuality. (laughs) I'd be like, what? Excuse me. (laughs) Like, what are you what yes. are you talking about? Yes. So just um, maybe don't use that phrasing when you're out and about dating, but go off queen, date whoever you want to date. Go off. <laughs> okay, this one we are so unqualified to answer, but I think it's, it was, sounds fun. Annoying kid, 7M, who is mean and rude to girls, turns up to our house to play regularly. <laughs> Uh, I would talk to his parents. Yeah. I'm also worried that he's like a mini, like, junior incel kind of. Like, I know that's too aggressive. No. But I'd be like, yikes, I don't want that kind of He's learning around. it somewhere. 100%. So then maybe his parents wouldn't care. Yeah, but stop him turning up then. Definitely. Or have don't a conversation bring... with him. To be honest, yes. he's seven years old. You can have a conversation with a seven-year-old. Really? Yep. I wouldn't even fucking try. I would. Interesting. You can, like, it's your house, your rules. I'd be like, why are you doing that? Yeah. <laughs> I would be more inclined to just say, you're not allowed at my home anymore. Or, like, to the parents, you're not allowed at my home. Because I don't think, in my personal opinion, I wouldn't have the conversation. I'd just be like, goodbye. Yeah. Cool. How to tell my friend I'm in love with him. How? Oh. Fuck. I think you just ask them on a date. Really? I don't think you tell them you love them. No, uh, no probably don't do that. Just ask them on a date. Yeah, why not? What's wrong with that? That's actually strangely um, revolutionary. Just ask them on a date. And see what they say. Crazy! If someone was like, I'm in love with you, I'd be like, no, you're fucking <laughs> not. <laughs> 
someone was like, I'd really like to go on a date with you. Would you go to dinner with me? I'm like, yeah, fucking yes, I would. I just feel like it could be a bit um, casual for the gravity of the circumstance. I don't think that you love someone that you're friends with. Oh, no, but no, don't say don't say that you love them. Um, yeah. That's I, coming on a bit too strong. But I think, but I mean, I think you could say like you have a crush on them or something. Mm. I think that love is reciprocated. So you could love them in a friend way, but if you love them in a romantic way, you don't know that until you're in a relationship. I don't think that love necessarily has to be reciprocated, but I see what you're saying. I just think it's sort of obsessional idealizing without a reciprocal or some sort of connection that's developed. Yeah. You can love a friend and a friend can love you, but mm. that, if you have a friend that you believe you're in love with in a romantic way, I think you're not there yet. I think that probably there's just been a lot. Yeah, yeah, I get what you mean. But I, I don't know. I think my opinion is controversial, but I just think there's a difference. Yeah. I see where you're coming from. I just think that maybe just asking them on a date is a bit too casual. No, because I I think that you're already got a great friendship. So what you're communicating is I like you and I have a crush on you and I'd like to go on a date with you. If for me, if my fr- if I had a friend and they asked me on a date, I'd be like, what the fuck? What does ask me on a date? Okay. Okay, true. I'd be disturbed. Well, then what if they just say, like, look, I have a crush on you. Not sure if you have reciprocated feelings, but would you like to go, like, we could chat about it sometime or. (laughs) (laughs) That was really. I have a crush on you, but I've got to go. So let's just (laughs) talk about this a different time. I don't think it's the kind of conversation that should happen on message. No, no, no. Have it in real life. So if you say to someone, that's why I think the date's the idea. Oh, because it gets you to a a physical location to, like, see how it goes. Oh, fuck. That's so scary. But I just don't think, like the idea of like, because I've done it before where you like tell someone you have a crush on them who you're friends with and just like, it's just the worst to do over message. Because then you see each other and you're like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, don't do over message. Doesn't really work. But you probably could ask them on a date over message. Is that what you mean? Yeah. Okay. I think it's just have the full combo out, have it out in real life. Yes. Great. That had a bit of nuance. So please forgive us. Ooh. Oh my God. This one's so relatable. I feel like. Oh, now I said that it's good. You're going to think it's about you. It's not. (laughs) (laughs) It's like, I'm the fugliest skank bitch. (laughs) That's how it starts. (laughs) This one is so relatable. I mean, I think a lot of people relate. (laughs) Niggling things about best friends are starting to make me hate her. How do I stop? Oh, (laughs) sorry. Sorry. This one's sent in by Kristen Perry. <laughs> it's really, I don't understand how you think that's relatable. You haven't had this happen before. Oh my God. I Sorry, I thought like, how can you detach you saying it's about me? Read it again, please. I didn't pay attention because I was so offended. <laughs> blacked out and blacked out. <laughs> Niggling things about best friend are starting to make me hate her. How do I stop? You know that happens like just a few things your friend does and then you're like, no really no i don't know that crazy it's happened to me so many times i mean probably not with like a best friend i initiate a fade when that happens initiate fade if you don't know what that means i just made it up but what it means is like you initiate the fade out of the friendship so it has happened to you well do you fade before it really happens i mean i don't really have fights with people anymore Mm. um but if I start to find people annoying, I just phase them out. Interesting. No, sort of not fully, but I'm just like downgrade friendship. Yep. Yep. Hit that downgrade button. Yep. 
you can't come back from that. Also. It depends what it is though, because I don't really have things that are like, oh, they didn't make their bed like a certain way. It's more mm. like they said something, and I was like, Ugh, where? I think for me, it's more an indication of our changing lives. Like we're yes. just not at the same place anymore. Yeah, and so that's like a bigger thing for me. It's yeah. never just like a a certain characteristic or mannerism annoys me it also like i think the word niggling implies that it's a small thing but for me it's always like values based yes yeah, and then i'm just like what the f like a values based issue is not is not niggling to me yes. it's like a big red flag yeah yep oh so what do you do downgrade <laughs> yeah downgrade oh also i like the question was like how do i stop i would say like reflect on whether you actually want to still be her friend like you don't have to stop the spiral. Mm. Well, you shouldn't spiral. You don't have to stop not getting annoyed by what she does. If it's annoying to you, then that's valid. And then if you want to be friends, that's valid. Yes. Make the choice. You have to make the choice. Agree. Am I doubting my relationship because I have anxiety or because it has run its course? How to tell? <sighs> therapy. Mm, true. I suppose. Um, if you can't access therapy... I think if there's some <laughs> seriously that's if you my have doubts yep. really yep. crazy girl sorry but i think like think you have to like think really deeply about what well they clearly are they're are. anxious <laughs> yes yeah but when you're anxious you can't necessarily you don't know what's the narrative mm. maybe think about it when you're not feeling anxious what if they're never not feeling anxious therapies you need to i think yeah. you need to see a professional yeah because i can't answer that but my answer is dump them <laughs> it's so funny when you go more aggressive than me it's just like if there's a i don't know but when i whenever i'm doubtful it's usually because there's a reason even if i'm anxious mm. that's right interesting booked a solo trip to melbourne for my birthday in brackets supported by my fiance who cares if he supports you Jesus. All day. <laughs> it's just a nice addition. But feel mum guilt. Yeah, that's why she put the supported by fiance thing. Don't care. No. <laughs> I know. She's only feeling mum guilt because she's feeling it's not because of her fiance is the point of that. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, well, fuck fine. sake. It's <laughs> <laughs> so aggressive. Sorry, is this a, am I niggling at you now? <laughs> no. You look niggled. Stop saying that word. It's not allowed anymore. <laughs> We have fun. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know. Stop. Your kids will be. The thing is, is that time away from your children, I think having no children and no experience makes you a better mom. Mm. Having the ability to take care of yourself and be your own person outside of your relationship with your children, your relationship with motherhood, I think makes you a better parent. Yes, I agree. And also, and I know it's not actively about this, but like if you, um, like, I, I mean, I'm assuming that your fiance is the, um, like other parent to your children, but like you are obviously engaged. You have the children, like they, like you trust them to, they are a parent. They're not babysitting charge. your kids. Exactly. They, they are a parent. You trust them to be fully responsible and pick up the slack that, uh -huh. um, that you would usually pick up. Also the patriarchy wants us to feel guilty. Exactly. So don't just think about you that. You will, but it's okay. Every time you feel guilty, you'd be like, fuck you. That's the patriarchy. Is it selfish to continue friends with benefits after they admit to catching feels and I don't want to be exclusive? Yes. 
It's selfish. Yep. Agree. End it. <laughs> this one is so like, I don't know, it's kind of funny. How to break up with a PT you really like because you found a better one. Send an email. It's no. <laughs> <laughs> it's a service. Yeah. Sorry. If you don't like Coles anymore, you start shopping at Woolies. That's fine. I know it's just more difficult because you don't want to break up with them. It's a person, yeah. yeah. Or just lie. Make it do a, have a little lie. So what if it's the same gym? <laughs> Imagine. If you didn't find us completely insufferable, come back next Wednesday for a new episode. You could also find us on Instagram at Cheek Media Co. or online at cheekmedia.com.au. Yes. That's the one. That's the one. <laughs> <laughs>